Hello, and welcome to Money Mondays, powered by the Joseph Business School. Today, we are honored to have Dr. Bill Winston, founder of the Joseph Business School. We'll be discussing with you the COVID-19 virus, faith in the marketplace, and how you can become a producer. I am your host, Jill Thompson. And without further ado, we have our very own Dr. Bill Winston. Good to be here, Jill. How are you today, Pastor? I'm doing just great, thank you. It's an honor to have you on our show. Well, it's good to be here. And so, Pastor, if you don't mind, let's open up the conversation with the big trend. Right Mm. now, it's on news broadcasts, and it's talked about everywhere within the nation, and everybody wants to talk about this COVID-19 virus. What do you say about this virus? Well, my conversation about the virus is limited Mm -hmm. because I know that a lot of this virus is driven by fear. Yes. I mean, we've had viruses before and so forth, a lot worse than this. Mm-hmm. And uh, But a lot of it's driven by fear. Yeah. Now people are panicking in stores. Mm-hmm. Um, to go, the stores are wiped out, yes. so forth and so on, because everybody is all of a sudden, all of them in, in just coming on the stores at once. Um, we need to understand that at a time like this, it's when we need the Word of God. Yes. It's a time that we need to go back over in faith, mm-hmm. start decreeing things, mm-hmm. and watch these words start going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the news media, uh, you know, they're feeling their responsibility to say as much as they can about yeah. it. And uh, But there's a lot of other things we could be talking about as well. Yeah. So my conversation about that is, one, keep hearing the Word of God. If you've got a local church, Keep going to church. Keep letting the Bible be your guide mm-hmm. instead of the news media of what you're getting on sometimes yes. on television. Yes. And I think if we can all participate in that, first thing, we'll stop the fear. Yes. And then I think when we stop the fear, we'll get this virus here and contain it. Yes. Next thing you know, it'll disappear. Yeah. And you know what, Pastor, it's amazing that you're actually saying that because I myself, I remember one morning I got up and I had the news on. Mm-hmm. And as I was listening to the news, I was getting ready to, I had just finished prayer and I was listening to the news and I heard about the virus. And of course I've heard about it several times before, but on on this particular occasion, I could feel the enemy trying to put pressure on me to fear because there were so many people who were talking about the fact that they were buying masks Mm. and water, go get water. If you don't get anything else, get canned goods. And in that moment, the Holy Spirit told me, turn off the television. Wow. He said, who told you to fear? And I said, excuse me? He said, who told you to fear? Mm. And I said, the news, it's coming through the news. And the Lord told me this one thing. He said, just like faith cometh by hearing, fear can come by hearing. Yes, it does. He said, and if you know that your ears are a gate and they're sensitive, that what you're hearing is affecting your ability to stay in faith, then be willing to do what's necessary to turn off that television. And I had to do that. Well, fear will paralyze Mm. anything. It'll paralyze the economy. Yes. It'll paralyze somebody's progress. Mm -hmm. Um, That's fear. Mm -hmm. And and what you got to do is say, wait, wait a second now. If there's a problem, then it's solvable. Yes. Because before the problems came, God had given us wisdom mm-hmm. for a solution for yeah. the problem. And in the last days, most of the wisdom is going to come through the church. Yes. And you're right, Pastor, because one thing is for certain, yes, the fear is affecting the economy. We've Absolutely. looked at the market, and for days, it's been declining. It's going down and yeah. down and further down. And 
economists are even saying they don't know when it will end. It, now, I think that's up to the church mm -hmm. to start decreeing yes. an ending mm -hmm. to this thing. Um, I remember when the change of the century came mm -hmm. and in 1999, going into 2000, mm -hmm. they said the computers are going to go wild. Mm -hmm. They said all kinds right, of things. Pastor. I mean, right. <laughs> people stockpile foods, everything, yes. and nothing yes. happened. Yes. And some of the people who were running this game, yeah. they, they ran out of town mm. because people had given them all their money mm -hmm. and so forth. I mean, people were selling things, yeah. thinking that we were going to all evaporate mm -hmm. on the earth. You know, it's just amazing what the imagination can do mm -hmm. if it's not influenced by the Spirit of God. That's right. And that's what you're seeing. Here. Yeah, because yeah. too, we've gone through years over and over again where oh, yeah. every year it's a different thing. Oh, one yeah. year it's SARS. Yeah. The next one year it's H1N1. The no, next the, year it's swine flu. Yeah. And so this is just another one of those tricks, I would say, of the enemy to get us to be in fear, where it begins to affect us. And what's driving it also is this game between the Republicans and Democrats. Yes. In other words, I'm going to get one up on you yeah. and one up on you. And because of that hatred almost mm -hmm. it's gotten to be, then that feeds it as well. Mm -hmm. And so what we've got to do is we've got to all collect ourselves yeah. and say, wait a second, mm -hmm. just like we got past this, 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 and this, mm -hmm. we're going to get past this yes. and just assure people of that. That's right. And Pastor, thinking of being solution-minded, mm -hmm. how does the church go about being solution-driven in a situation like this? I think, one, to go back in the history of the Bible mm -hmm. and just see when there were problems how God raised up Joseph. We have the Joseph Business School. Yes. And how he raised up Joseph. And here is Joseph with a solution mm -hmm. that could save the whole world. Yes. And I think the church are the modern day Josephs. And I think the church has access to wisdom that the world doesn't have access to. Mm -hmm. I think what is happening is we're trying to solve the problems of the world mm -hmm. on the level that they were created. And that is wrong. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to go to the next level yeah. to solve this level's problem. That's right. You know, it reminds me of the story in Daniel 2 where Nebuchadnezzar had mm -hmm. a dream. And so he couldn't find anyone to interpret his dream. He went to the astrologers, the, the Chaldeans, and he, he was looking for someone with a solution. But he had to go and find the prophet of God who only because he himself said, only God can give interpretation That's right. and only God can reveal his own mysteries and secrets. That's it. And because of Daniel's obedience with God, it allowed him to be able to one, interpret the dream, but also tell him what was to come. And mm. that's the kingdom. That is the kingdom. Now this is what, now you're getting into some good territory here. <laughs> <laughs> you got to swing over from religion yes. to the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And uh, <clears throat> what Daniel saw in interpreting this dream he saw this image of a man. Mm -hmm. His head was gold. Now, the gold head symbolizes um, sovereignty. It symbolizes a monarchy. It symbolizes a king. Mm -hmm. And in a king or monarchy, you don't have uh, democracy. You don't have a voting. You don't have anything. The kingdom of God is first sovereign. Yes. It's, it's, it's that monarchy. And then he saw next, he saw the chest and arms of silver. And that happened to do with the Medo-Persian kingdom. Medo-Persian kingdom, what typified that kingdom was 
the fact that it had a um, uh, laws that were made that couldn't be undone. Mm -hmm. And the kingdom of God already has laws yes. that are made mm -hmm. that cannot be undone. Yes. And, and they rule over every law. They rule over everything. <laughs> yeah. and, and that. Yeah. So then he saw the next level was uh, belly and, and thighs, thighs of brass. brass. Uh -huh. Yeah. So now you're getting into the Greeks. Mm -hmm. And the Greeks were typified by free thinking. Mm -hmm. And that religion doesn't let you think freely. Mm -hmm. um, religion... Um, cripples a person's imagination mm. because it takes away um, God trying to do something for you, mm -hmm. but it has people in a place where they are really trying to please this, this God. Mm -hmm. They're trying to appease him. If mm -hmm. you go to some of the countries, you'll see uh, in the religious uh, shrines, yeah. you'll see them putting flowers and doing mm -hmm. things. And I mean, I remember when I was in way back when, when I was flying in the military overseas in the Vietnam War, I remember we would fly over these things and these worship centers called pagodas. We'd fly over these and they were beautiful. People all around them were dirt poor because it was all religion, mm -hmm. you, you see. Mm -hmm. And then it goes to the Roman kingdom, so mm -hmm. forth, and then it goes on down. But this is what Daniel described. And one of the things that I want to talk about there is one, that once you get born again, you're in the kingdom where there is a sovereign God. Yes. And that God has thought of it before you think of it. Mm -hmm. In fact, what you do is download it from God. Yeah. But he gives you a choice. Mm. There is a free thinking that comes along mm -hmm. with that. So God makes it so that you could think of solutions, so forth and so on like that. And Psalm 78, you, uh, 72, and verse 18, you and I talked about it. Yeah. That's innovation. And it says that he's going to give you a wondrous, you're going to be able to do wondrous, wondrous works, things. Is yes. wondrous things. And these are things that cannot be matched. Yeah. These are going to be inventions, and, and they're going to be concepts and ideas that have come from the church. Mm -hmm that nobody can match these. Mm -hmm. And you remember Daniel was 10 times better mm -hmm. than even the, the astrologers, the astrologers the all, of the those. all of them. And, the and that's what God is about to do yeah. for the church. Amen. He's about to make it 10 times better. One, that God wants to distinguish the church mm -hmm. as representing him. Yes. And also he wants the church to be salt and light to mm -hmm. the world yes. to really solve the problem. So many solutions that we have today, Gio, and I'm not taking up too much time No, you here. go ahead, Pastor But so Sloan. many, so many thought, uh, uh, solutions that we have today have side effects. Mm. And they'll tell you, right on the medication oh, bottle. Yeah. You know, you, you take, <laughs> take this, this. <laughs> now you might get this, and might, your kidney exactly. might shut down, so forth. <laughs> but the kingdom yeah. and its medicine has no side effects. That's right. The Word of God, the Bible says, is medicine mm. to all of our flesh. Yes. And, and it has no side effects. But the same thing about what we will invent, mm -hmm. that sometimes people invent things that got a lot of side effects to it. Mm -hmm. And the next thing you know, you've got some technology in television, but now it's a lot of things being put on there mm -hmm. that you never did want to see, you yes. know? And it's causing some of the kids to see things 
that we never saw as yeah. a kid yeah. and so forth like that. So I'm saying that as a church, we not only, I feel, have um, the responsibility mm -hmm. of taking care of things in the earth, but God has given us this authority mm -hmm. that we have that we as a church mm. can stop the fear. Yes. We can stop some yes. of the things, the plagues that might try mm -hmm. to come in. People don't see it like that, mm -hmm. but they can. Yeah. Um, I was looking in a book and I saw where this rabbi had written a book and he said that economy or the economics was not under science mm -hmm. originally. It was under theology. And now that's kind of interesting. Powerful. That's powerful, isn't it? Yes, it, it is. It was under theology. Mm. It wasn't over there. And if you look at the Bible, it talks about uh, the time of Acts chapter 1, 2, and 3. But when the Spirit of God came back in the earth, it says this, that they had all things in common mm -hmm. and people put things at the apostles' feet for distribution. Mm -hmm. Now that's kind of interesting here. Now we're not talking about um, socialism. Yeah. We're, we're talking about a time where there was a supply that the apostles were used to make sure that everybody got, you Amen. know, taken yes. care of yes. with that supply. Yes. And um, I think sometimes the world is trying to use socialism mm -hmm. um, to try to duplicate the kingdom. Wow. See, the kingdom has more than enough. Yes, it does. And this is what you and I were talking about before we came on about us living independent of this world system. Of this world system. That's right. Now, God, you know, some people say, well, you know, borrow money is a sin or whatever have you. That's why I like this called Money Mondays. <laughs> because God told me when we were purchasing mm -hmm. the shopping mall, we had saved about mm, $2 million. Mm -hmm. But we didn't have enough. Shopping mall cost five, 5.2. And here's what he said. He said, if the money is not here by Monday, go to the bank. That's mm -hmm. why I got this money Mondays. <laughs> yes. And so what happened yeah. is I want to tell them I've gone to all the banks. Mm -hmm. Well, what happened? All the banks said no. Mm -hmm. I said, wait a minute. You can use these 33-acre shopping mall for collateral on the, on the balance sheet here. Yeah. And, and so, but they wouldn't do it. Now, I knew who was behind that. The enemy was behind yes. that because he didn't want us to have this. But I waited till Monday. Mm -hmm. And the Spirit of God spoke to me and said, you know, go to this bank, small bank, African-American bank, you know, didn't mm -hmm. have much capital, so forth. Was it. We went to the bank. I called. Mm -hmm. I said, sir, talking to the president, I said, um, could we, I'd like to talk to you about financing uh, the shopping mall. I need $5.2 million. And he said, uh, uh, I heard of something about you were trying to buy a mm -hmm. bank, uh, a shopping mall. Mm -hmm. I said, okay. I said, uh, he said, can you have me certain papers by tonight at 6 o'clock? Uh, these are papers with our uh, business uh, numbers on it. So we did, and Belinda prepared them and got them to him by 6 o'clock. He called me at 11 o'clock the next day and said, uh, Pastor Winston, you've got your money. Now, it just, all the pressure, you know, yes, it's so lifted, yeah. But I depended on God yes. to send me where he wanted to send me mm -hmm. for this person to participate. Yeah. Now, God didn't, he, he said to me, if the money's not here by Monday, go to the bank. I'm kind of wondering, what am I going to the bank for? You mm -hmm. know, he never did finish mm -hmm. that sentence. Well, when I called the bank, this bank had heard about it. Mm -hmm. Here's what I'm telling you. 
that I really believe that this banker saw himself not as loaning me this money. Mm -hmm. I think he saw himself more as participating mm. in a kingdom, at, investment. a kingdom investment. Yes. He, he saw that thing. Mm -hmm. And so now it's time for us to expand. We mm -hmm. had to remodel it and mm -hmm. a lot of things, and it was going to cost money. So I went back to him. Mm -hmm. I said, he, he said, let me, let me take it and participate it. Mm -hmm. So he called other African-American banks, and he knew them. He said, I'll be last out. He said he needs the money and so forth. But then what happened years later, Wall Street comes mm -hmm. up. So I said here in the congregation, I said this. We're turning the west side, which is kind of a tough area because 50% of the people are below the poverty, poverty line, line in there. Okay. Mm -hmm. in, and I said, we're turning it into Wall Street. Now, people, they're kind of listening to what I'm saying because last time I said that, I said, we're turning jails into boarding schools. Yes. Now they're seeing that happen. Yes. So I'm saying, we're turning. But notice my mouth. I'm talking about theology now. Mm -hmm. I'm saying economy is on the another side. Yes. And so what happened when I said that, people kind of laughed and so forth. Then I got a book written by a, a lady who was on Wall Street. Mm -hmm. She didn't have her own business. She's a strong Christian. And she was going to give a presentation to a large den denomination. And she said that night, Lord, give me something that I can say to them that would really excite them. He said, tell them that Wall Street was my idea. Mm. Well, you see what he's saying. He's saying, yeah, you have a business. Now you share that business idea with some mm -hmm. people. And they want to make an investment in that business. So they become a shareholder in your business. Mm -hmm. Now it's all equity. Yes. You don't owe anybody yeah. anything. Are you following mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And that's the way he saw himself. Wow. And you know what's amazing? If we as believers begin to see ourselves as kingdom shareholders. There you go. I mean, we'd be more like, inclined like to tie. I like that. Because when we understand that we are making an investment into the kingdom yeah. that always gives a return, then we know that God will supply the increase. Now that's switching systems faster. That, that's, that, that's it. And, and, and you got to switch systems mm. for the time to come. Yes. Because you've got times like now. Yes. And look at that market going down. Mm -hmm. And so you can be going up when the market's going, going down. down. Yes. And that's what Isaac did in a time of famine. Mm -hmm. He sowed some seed. And got richer by the day. And got richer by the day. Now I'm about to shout now. Hey, <laughs> man. But you follow what I'm saying. Yes, and that's sir. why I wrote the book, yeah. Faith in the Marketplace. In the marketplace. Yeah. Because what people have been trying to do, because they've been trying to take God out of the schools or trying to take mm -hmm. God out of, 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 of entertainment. Try, but we're putting him back in. Mm -hmm. And if you put faith back in that marketplace, it'll produce on a level that you never thought yes. it could produce. Yes. We're that talking about be. a totally different economy. Yes. We're talking about a God economy. Yes, indeed. Yes, that's completely independent of anything that this world could ever do or produce. You know, what's so powerful about faith, Pastor, is the fact that faith will bring to you what money can never produce. Hey, that's that. That's why I'm in it. That's exactly right. I mean, right. it's amazing. Sure did. You know, God told me one day, yeah. um, I had, we were having a conversation just in my devotion time yeah, with him. Sure. And he said, he said, Jill, I want you to increase your faith. Mm. And at the time, you know, to anybody who would hear God say, increase your faith, you're like, well, how do you do that? Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, like what, what does yeah. that mean, God? Uh -huh, Can you uh -huh. give a bit more direction? Yeah, yeah. 
And he said, when you understand that faith is the currency of my kingdom, mm. then you'll leave money aside That's and you'll ask me for more faith. faith. That's exactly right. Pastor, that, that you, thing exploded it, it, in it, me. It opened up, didn't it? It completely shifted yeah. how I thought yeah. about money. That's it. Because he told me that faith will bring you money. You money. That's every time. And that's all I do. I just increase my faith. Mm. And that's what you see the increase going mm. on. And, and people kind of get, you know, some of them don't understand it or mm -hmm. get a little cynical about it. But the mall came to faith. Yes. You, you follow what I'm yes. saying? The, the airplane came to faith. Yes. You, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Now, this is all to help us get kingdom jobs done. Exactly. In this earth. Mm -hmm. it, it gives us revenues and giving us transportation and so forth. When the airline shut down, I could still go. You know, mm -hmm. or whatever have you. So my point to you is, JBS, Joseph Business School, came by faith. Yes, it did. I heard that, and I received it mm -hmm. by faith. And now, Pastor, we're in 22 locations across five continents, <laughs> all by faith. faith. <laughs> I'm telling you. See, listen, I really want to share this with our Money Monday audience, because to, to the natural mind, for someone to tell you to use faith will sound completely foolish. But the Bible says to prove me. That's exactly. Sometimes you got to just try yeah. and trust God and allow him to do what it is that he does because he says his word will not return unto him void. And if you trust God to do exactly what he says that he'll do, he says that he'll open up windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that no man can receive. <laughs> That's exactly right. No man can receive. See, but that, that you're talking about, uh, practicing the kingdom of mm -hmm. God, you know, and it, it's different from the kingdom of this world. And you got to change your thinking mm -hmm. some because to sow or to give is not to lose it. Mm -hmm. It's the increase. And, and, and that's what happens with yes. it. So I just see now that uh, as we go on in terms of faith in the marketplace, making sure that people add faith to their business. Yes or add faith to whatever God is calling them to do. Mm -hmm. People are ambassadors. And I tell them, I said, three things you got to know. You yes. got to know who you are, yes. what, you, what you have, and um, what you can do. Mm -hmm. Those three things you got to know. Who you are. And this key that you are ambassadors for mm -hmm. Christ. So ambassador, when he's sent to, an, or she sent to another country, they don't have to take care of themselves. Yes. Their country takes care exactly. of it. God is saying, mm. my God shall supply yes. all your needs. Yes. So, so if you don't see yourself as an ambassador, you're going to have to pay your own bills. Yes. You know and mean? you know what's amazing, Pastor, <laughs> what you're saying about being an ambassador, and mm. as we have this conversation about faith, yep. is that when you are an ambassador for Christ and you understand that faith is your currency, yes. it doesn't matter where God sends, sends you. <laughs> he yes. will take waste places yeah, and you. turn them into the Garden of it, Eden, all because you are there. Now, how much money did I come here with? $200. $200, I tell you. But I was loaded with faith. Yes. And see, I had courage inside mm. of me. Yes. And so I'm just saying, as I went on, look what happened and so forth. So I think this whole idea of faith and mm -hmm. applying faith, the thing, it'll take the panic out yes. of life. Um, you'll never see in your mind any shortage uh, that God says, I've got enough to take care of you till Jesus comes. Mm -hmm. And all you have to do is sow a seed because that's my way of adding to you yes. for the kingdom. And sow a seed, don't see it as loss, see it as gain yes. and that kind of thing. But the other thing is, is that you can help other people. Yeah. See, we can go to waste places mm -hmm. and turn them into gardens. We got to get us off our minds. <laughs> 
because God. our kingdom ambassador assignment is yes. much bigger than ourselves. Oh my goodness. It's much bigger than who we are. Let me tell you. We have to understand that God has ordained for us to be here yes. to advance his, his kingdom. kingdom. My goodness, I, I just <laughs> returned from Africa. Mm. And that was a principal message over there. Mm -hmm. Because they're thinking there's shortage. Yes. I said there is no shortage. I said, first of all, most poverty comes from an absence of self-production. Yes. I said, so what we've got to do is understand, wait a minute, if I'm connected up with God, I'm a producer. Yes, you are. Hey, he, he's got something. And guess what, Pastor? You're a creator, just like the creator. Just like the creator. I'm <laughs> a co-laborer with him. That's yes. what it says. Yes. And so I've got to get that reality mm. down in my heart. Yes. Other than that, those trees or the, the belief system from the previous life are still holding me hostage. Wow. And so what I've got to do is I've got to get new seed mm. from the word of God, mm. plant it, uproot that old tree, mm -hmm. plant new trees and produce new fruit. Yes. You know, that is the revelation to the scripture where the Bible tells us that we are new creatures in Christ. In Christ. Old things have passed, passed away. away. That old way of thinking, yep. how we thought things were supposed to yep. function. And I think what happens is, is oftentimes in the church, there's a struggle because we look at the situation from a perspective of, but I'm in the world. Yeah, How do you tell me I use faith yes, exactly. when this man is telling me I need money? Yeah. He gave you the solution. <laughs> he told you that, guess what? Pressures even fell upon pastor when yeah. it came time to uh, buy this mall. Yes, it did. But because he believed what God, God said, said, when you hear what God has to say for you regarding you and your own personal finances, you take that word to the bank. No, that, that, that's what God did. <laughs> He, I tell people this, I said, now, if God doesn't finance it, maybe mm. he doesn't want it. You That's know good. What I'm That's that a good way to think about it. he doesn't want it. Yeah. So he told me where to mm -hmm. go to get to finance it. Yes. And, and look what's, what's happened here. Mm -hmm. Look at all the souls that we've yes. saved. Look at all the missionaries that we've supported. Yes. All out of this one location. Yes. So yes, sir. I'm just saying now, when you're talking about money. Mm -hmm. You've got, you know, some, somebody said, you know, money is, is, is the enemy's anointing. Yes. He knows that if he can get you to bow down to money, to money mm. then he's got you covered. Yes. And what you've got to do is understand, wait a minute, God can get me what I need independent of mm. his system. Mm -hmm. And now man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds. And I just take that all the time. And, and I'm telling you, Jill, it's, it's still tough on the flesh sometimes mm -hmm. to have to sow that seed mm -hmm. or what it, that flesh looks like I it, know. it never it's gives like, up. It's like, look, this is the first time I ever saw $1,000 in a bank account. <laughs> this is the first time I ever saw $5,000 in a bank account. And now you say, sow it all? When God yeah. told me to sow that $400,000, yeah. I'm telling you. I know. <laughs> you know but, but here's what yeah. had happened that it encouraged me. Mm -hmm. We had missed one closing. And we had missed one closing. Mm -hmm. And I got noticed that if we missed the next closing, they're taking the deal off the table. And they had developers lined up to buy the shopping yeah. mall. So God said, so this. Now, he, it wasn't the amount. Mm -hmm. It was the amount of faith that I was going to release. Yes. To make that seat. thing come yes, to come pass on. now. Yes. And it did. Mm. And you see, the seed always comes back. Mm -hmm. good. You see, when Jesus was sown by the Father, mm. then Jesus was the first to come back to the Father. Yes. So when, when <laughs> I'm telling you, when, when Jacob, Jacob sent his sons to Joseph to get some food, mm -hmm. they got the food. 
but he put the seed back in the sack. Mm -hmm. Your seed always comes back. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. That's and usually good. it's the first thing that comes back. That's good. <laughs> you know, Pastor, it's amazing because as you're talking, it, it shows why the Business and Leadership Conference is so prophetic. That's exactly right. It that really there is. is truly a prophetic anointing on that, con that, on that conference yeah. to produce wealth. That's it. Exactly because right. the conference is forcing you to be an innovator, a mm. creator just like yes, God. Yes, indeed. But more importantly, uh. it's forcing you to switch systems and trust God. Yes. But you have to get that new identity mm. inside, of, inside you of you to say that I'm letting go of that old man yeah, and I'm going to trust a completely yeah, different system yeah, yes, that indeed. may sound foolish to somebody else. <laughs> well, he starts off by saying to tithe, mm. he said, he said, Trust me in this. He said, mm -hmm. now, now prove me yeah. in this. He, yeah. He's saying, okay, all right. I know you might not believe it all the way, but mm -hmm. check me out. Yes. Just, let me just do it mm -hmm. and watch what I'll do for yeah. you. Yeah. And you know what, Pastor, I really want to say something because this has come up many times. For those of you who do not, do not know, Dr. Winston has created what's called the Wealth Creation Center here as part of the Joseph Business School, where we have different classes where we teach you different levels from financial literacy on through wealth creation. Money Mondays is just one of those free resources. But I wanna share this with you because this actually came up in one of our classes. A student was in class and she shared that she kept feeling the pressure to have to tithe. She said that every time she got ready to tithe, she would think about the fact that she had to pay her bills. And so she felt like she was caught in between this rock and a hard place of do I trust God or do I pay my bills? Because the light has sure. to, the lights have to be on. It's got to be on, right, right. And as we were sitting there in class, the instructor posed the question and said, well, how much do you really make? Do you mind sharing? The student proceeded on to say, well, I make $15 an hour. Yeah. And the instructor was talking about, this particular class was transformational thinking. Yeah. So we were talking about financial psychology yeah. and what controls our behaviors. Yeah. But something happened in that classroom where the anointing of God fell so strongly. And out of nowhere, I just looked at the student and I said, instructor, I'm sorry, but I got to ask this one question. I said, who told you that all you were worth was $15 My an hour? Goodness. Why did you mm. stop there? Yeah. Mm. And oftentimes people are complaining about their situation but you stop where you are. You're stopping at $15 an hour where there are people who make 50,000 in an hour, mm, mm. but you're stopping at $15 an hour. Who told, told you, you that. that you were only worth $15 an hour? I got a, I got a teaching out who told you that, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but notice that was her choice. Yes. And it was her choke point. There you go. <laughs> And that's people's choice. Mm -hmm. And they have seen that. Yeah. They see themselves that way mm -hmm. and make that choice. Yes. Let me tell you, one of the things that we try to do in our schools is we try to give you other choices. Yes. We try to let you see something you've never seen mm -hmm. before so you can go somewhere mm -hmm. you've never gone before. Yes. You know, I'd like to get people to the point where they make a salary, but they give so much until they double that. In other words, yes. their, their salary is not what they're living mm -hmm. on. They're living on the, the increase. increase. Come on, pastor. You better say it. <laughs> Let me tell you what else happened. Uh -huh. By the time we got to the end of that class, the Holy Spirit, looks. listen, let me tell you something. If you've never been in a school where faith is the foundation and the bedrock of that school, you need to come to the Joseph Business School because every class that we have is started on the foundation of the Word of God. Mm. By the time we got to the end of that class, the Lord had gave the word. 
He said, Jill, I want you to tell her one thing. So I pulled her over to the side. I said, the Lord told me to tell you this one thing. He said, believe me till the tithe becomes small. Mm, see there, that's, that's it. Too. And I said, believe me. And I wanted to know what that meant. It came out of my mouth, but it shocked me, Pastor. I, gotcha, I, gotcha. I said, believe me till the tithe becomes small. Here's how it worked. Later on, we had another instructor who came in and she was talking about the power of a seed. Yes. And she said, did you know that Warren Buffett and Bill Gates live off 1% of their income and mm. they sold the 99? Mm, mm, I mm. said, oh, you're talking about, a, now we're talking about tithe, <laughs> yeah. where you can sow 99 there and live off the one. There you go. There My you go. God. That, that's, that one is huge. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Believe me till the tithe becomes uh, small. Well, it, it's all a matter of perspective. Mm -hmm. It's all a matter of sometimes uh, your environment has, has, has trained you to think a certain yes. way, or maybe you've had some experiences, or there's been some influences in your life and so forth. But for some reason, even when I was like in college, I mean, I had to be a self-producer. I mean, I, I, Dad, he'd give me a little uh, money, but it wasn't enough to cover tuition uh -huh. and so forth. I said, I need to do something. What can I do? Well, I played the keyboards a little bit, I think what I'm going to do is get me a band. Amen. Next thing you know, I'm traveling from New York to Nassau. Mm -hmm. I'm a bought a Corvette. You know, I'm burning. I'm right. Mm -hmm. And what am I saying? Absence of self-production. Mm. What's in your house? Yes. And I'm telling you, we all have gifts. We all have callings. God has something for everybody that they can do. Mm -hmm. One says that can be innovative enough yes. that it can bring avenues of mm -hmm. revenues yeah. into their lives. And But you know what, Pastor? Going back to what we originally talked about when we talked about this COVID-19, yep. we got to get the fear out. That's it. And we got to get faith in. Faith in. So this is a good time for this book, mm -hmm. Faith in, in the, the Marketplace. Marketplace. And so, Pastor, while people are panicking, are there any practical things that you can tell them that they can begin to do? Uh, there is a scripture that I use, uh, I say it every morning, and this is a scripture that I use to keep me in this environment. Again, we are like ambassadors. We've been sent from a kingdom of God nation into this nation, and God this didn't drop us off in here and say, go for yourself. What he did is he's given us methods of protection. He's given us the anointing. He's given us the angels. He's given us the word of God. All of this kind of is given to protect us and keep us preserved in these environments, especially in times like these. So Psalm 91, a thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it won't come nigh you. Only with your eyes shall you behold to see the reward of the wicked because God has made you, which is his refuge, even the most high, his him your habitation. No evil shall befall you, neither shall any plague come nigh your dwelling. For he has given his angels charge over you, and they keep you in all of your ways. Take Psalm 91 and say it if you want to in the morning once, at night once, until he gets sound in your system, and you'll see faith builds so there'll be no more panic, no more fear, all those kinds of things. In the book of Job, in chapter 3, he said, The thing that I feared most came upon me. Fear will draw what you don't want, like faith will draw what you do want. So stay in faith. Keep walking by faith no matter what you do and what things, uh, how things look. Keep walking by faith. Guaranteed it'll keep you and keep you whole. And, and there are little things that you can do even um, in, in the food you, you eat or what you drink 
uh, lemon juice and water, uh, warm lemon juice and water, uh, helps to build the immune system. And the immune system in the body uh, fights off disease. And that's kind of like the immune system in the spirit, which is the Holy Ghost. And that is fight off, fights off disease as well. Of course, this is much more powerful. So I'm just saying there are little things you can do. Keep exercising, so forth and so on. Keep thinking and speaking positive. Don't get negative about anything. And stop looking at so much of that news talking about the viruses and how many deaths have occurred. Don't do that. Don't look to Jesus. He's the author and finisher of your faith. And Pastor, can you tell us about the services that are coming up on Sundays? Yes, we are now augmenting our services because of what's going on uh, in the environment. Um, we are now going to four services on Sunday. We have been advised now to not have a capacity over uh, 1,000 people. And um, they're trying to cut down on, of course, the environment and the, um, the chances of people, of course, having uh, the spreading of the disease. But we're doing things in our services. We're wiping down, we're washing hands. Um, all the things that you see on CDC, uh, the website, uh, these things we're doing as precautions. We have the first service at seven o'clock and it's one, uh, one and a half hours from eight to 8.30. And then we'll wipe down again. And we've got all the ushers. We've got water that we can wash our hands as people come in, wash hands as they leave as well. Um, we're abiding by uh, the rules that have been set up by uh, the CDC. But we're going to uh, next service, uh, 7, 9, uh, 11, and 1 o'clock. So 7, 9, 11, and 1 o'clock. Some of us pastors uh, really feel that our calling is to keep our doors open. And um, myself and, and some of the uh, larger churches here in Chicago have gotten together and have decided that uh, this is our ca calling to keep the doors open. So we're doing that, limiting each one of these sessions to a thousand people. And, uh, and that's the way we're going to stay within the confines of what the government has, uh, has asked us to do. And so for those of you who are tuning in, if you have not done so already, make sure you get a copy of Dr. Winston's book, Faith in the Marketplace. I guarantee you, if you take that, that book and you begin to meditate, see, many of you may be looking that I'm looking for a mentor. Sometimes you can be mentored from afar. That's it. You got Dr. Bill Winston right there in your house. If you just begin to read what he says, he tells you who he is in the book and he tells you how he became who he is. God is no respecter of persons. What he does for one, he'll do for another. Amen. You have to understand that. And for those of you who are interested in our business and leadership conference that is coming up, there is still time to register. The business and leadership conference will be coming up this year, November 6th and 7th. Yes, we are extending the date back and you can still register for those of you who would like to come for our conference. Again, that's November the 6th and 7th. There's no time like the present for you to begin to switch systems and begin to operate at a level of faith as we're talking about in this conversation. But what I do ask that you do is listen to this segment over and over again. Yeah. When you meditate what God has said, 
I believe that there's prophetic words and nuggets of wisdom that have come out in this session. That when you begin to meditate what God has said, it begins to change the image of who you are on the inside. And that's all Dr. Winston's vision and heart is. It. It's for you to become who God Nine has percent. called you to be. Full potential. Full potential. We're talking no longer just consumers, yeah. but be the producer. producer. Stop looking at the television. Yeah. Create the show. <laughs> Turn off the news. Become your own station. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Where you can report out something different. Dr. Winston? Well, let me pray for those uh, yes. before we close in yes. terms of what's going on. Father, we come before you in Jesus' name. Lord, you are the Lord God most high. Mm -hmm. You are the one who has created the universe. And Lord, with you, all things have become possible. Yes. Now, Father, we come against that fear and that spirit of fear that's trying to drive this disease. We come against every person, Lord, come against everything, Lord, that has been used by the enemy to try to perpetrate fear and keep people shut up or keep people uh, anxious and mm -hmm. panicking. And in the name of Jesus, we fe you fear spirit, we pull you down Amen. in Jesus' name. Yes. Now, Lord, I pray for those, anyone, Lord God, that has been sick or shut in, I pray for healing now yes. in the name of Jesus. And I pray for the protection, the blood of Jesus to cover every person, that any person in the sound of my voice will stay healthy, wealthy, and wise. Amen. Father, we thank you. We call it done. In Jesus, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And so thank you for tuning in to our Money Monday segment. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, you can tune in every first and third Monday of the month where you can hear a new topic on money management and wealth creation, but more importantly, faith. <laughs> I'm your host, Jill Thompson, and I look forward to seeing you prosper in this year of glory. Have a great day. Distractions have tried to bury it. Criticism has tried to smother it. But the call remains. And now it's time. Become an entrepreneur. God is awakening the call again. Answer it. Take a leap of faith. It's time for you to change the story. Not just for you, but for your neighborhood, your community, your city, your world. At Joseph Business School, we are here to equip you, to guide you, to empower you, to step into the call that God has given you. It's time to launch out, begin a new story. The call is clear. The time is now. Become an entrepreneur.